Hi, it's your good pal Barnabas. Last week, we finished our battle with those, uh, uh crustacean sharks? I should ask Artemis. Marine wildlife is not my forte. Anyway, the fight was a little too close, but we rallied. I actually took out one of the sharks and bolstered my comrades, garnering some acclaim from Hesk, which felt good. We rested for a short while, and while doing so, heard a rattling moving around the vents. What could be a medium creature? Hmm. Best not to dwell, though. <laughs> it's probably nothing. Inside the tank that we assume held the device that powered the huge crane, we found an indent for a cylindrical object similar to what our Sahuagin captors described. That's a good clue. We then went into what appeared to be a conference room on the first floor. The TV flickered. I th think, but, uh, nothing else happened. Nothing else happened. Right? And welcome back to the Jester's Court. My name is Casey Reardon. I am your Dungeon Master. And joining me today, as always, we have Rachel Cordell. I have a ghost painted on my ring finger, and it makes me really happy. I'm Artemis. Aww. It's a great ghost. I thought it was your middle finger when you were showing it no, to me. No, it's my ring finger. Oh, okay. Oh, so it is. I thought you were flipping me off. No, All ghosty right. ghost. Rachel wasn't flipping you off, but the ghost is, so... No. Oh, okay. Well, he does have a little hand, and he, he doesn't have hand, finger, yeah. so we who's don't know. to say? It's possible. Who's to say? <laughs> we have Seth Covey. Hi, I'm Seth Covey. This is for you, Casey. Oh. And I play Barnabas <laughs> Fletch, the boy was in wonder. Thank you for flipping me off. <laughs> I, I actually gave the middle finger. We have Andrew Frost. Hey, I'm Andrew. I came up with something really clever, and you're going to have to take my word for it because I forgot. But I play Leo. <laughs> <laughs> I do not take your word for it. Ouch. <laughs> we have Sky Swanson. Brother. DJ Scales Hesk. <laughs> yeah, DJ drop the beat. Yeah, drop us a beat, DJ. Oh, what's what's this? I got I got a note under the door. <gasps> it's it's it, what Andrew was gonna say that was so, oh it, it, it burst into flames. Oh my god! We'll never know what they we'll said. No. <laughs> Terrible. Andrew's my so one backup. God, uh, how did the think. USPS do this? <laughs> I only got three brain cells at any given time, oh, and now I gotta don't work blame, for it. Don't blame the USPS. We stay in the USPS. I'm sorry. Uh, FedEx. How did FedEx do <laughs> this? <laughs> we have Jonas Tintenzer. Oh, that was very oh, close, Casey. Ah, I'm um, getting there. Oh, that, was, that, was, that, was, that was scary. We almost the, just did it. That was absolutely the closest you've Listen, gotten. it's episode um, 20. If, if there was going to be a time, it's going to be mm -hmm. on a milestone. Sniff the vows brush, two steady hands, four left hooves, and one big heart. Aww. Aww. Those are cute. And we have Chris Dane. Hey, everybody. I hear you guys struggle every week to come up with something clever, so I didn't. I'm going to avoid this. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken. Why put in the effort when no one else does? <laughs> Except for people <laughs> who do. Look, I mean, I don't feel this pressure to come up with a new thing. You don't need week. to feel the pressure. It's true. Seth, uh, Seth I, is just reliable and consistent. Seth is consistent. Jonas and Rachel and Sky are always throwing bangers. And every once in a while, Andrew has a hit. Every <laughs> once in a while. <laughs> you got to keep them nicely spaced, you know? Throwing bangers. I could always go back to the uh, slurp, gonna... slurp that Sky introduced. I don't yeah, know. I was about to say baggers. Yeah, I mean, no. I said slurp, yeah. slurp. Jonas slurp, and Sky, wait, yeah, add, but add me? Out that I said that. I fully back slurp, slurp. No, that I, the at best this one point, slurp, slurp, slurp is probably the most referenced thing of this podcast. So, <laughs> Yeah, let's go ahead and get into it, shall we? So last time you guys had just made your way into this conference room area, and I believe it was Artemis and Hesk who had taken a look at the screen that was mounted on the wall and had seen a kind of shadowy figure making its way outward towards the screen, towards you. 
and that's kind of where we are now. This this shadow seems to be swimming almost, going slowly back and forth like what, one of the sharks that you had seen earlier before they had noticed you. And it seems to be getting closer and closer, just going back and forth until suddenly it disappears. Oh, uh, tank change. I thought we were going to have to fight that. Yeah, I really thought there was going to be another combat. Heskin Artemis, I do need you to make wisdom saves. Yeah! Oh, there we go. Oh, that uh, Well, I'm on Hesk's back, so do I have to make one too? You didn't see it. Ooh. Good. I That's, like that. Uh, nice. Good oh, one, I have a good save. Uh, a good. How's a, how's a nine? Nine is a magic number. I got a plus four, and I got a five. <laughs> Natural word. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. You attack your friends. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, what happens? What happens? Uh, nothing at the moment. Oh, you jerk. Uh, hitting us with it in oh. the moment. Okay, so I in which case. I ripped the parasite out of my body. I would like to say, oh, did, did you see that? And point at the screen. No, what? Uh, see what? Yeah. Nah. There, there was this. I don't know this, what that was. There was this thing. Was, I don't know. If it, it was. Uh, it was in the screen and it flashed. <laughs> and then I leave. <laughs> <laughs> I don't it did not harm us. I do not know what happened. I'm already out of the room. <laughs> there was. I, I've been talking to everybody else. See if I was. I wouldn't go too far. There are many dangers. Yeah, I turned to uh, Snowfro. I was like, "Do you know anything of strange technology leaving screens?" Well. Uh, uh, this building has no power source Um, uh, I I definitely had a power source yeah we have discussed that there there is um, there does seem to be something that I I lost my accent at some point there (laughs) does seem to be something that uh, is uh, causing technology to activate itself but not um, not not here. Not like that. I don't think so. I'm going to check just in case, but pretty sure no. Yeah, I would also like to go investigate this uh, this screen to see what they're talking about. Sure. Artemis stays. Okay. You can either make an investigation or a tech check. Uh, ooh, doesn't matter either way. Make one with advantage, yeah. Uh, okay, make one with advantage. Okay, so it's a 20. It's a 20 non-natural. Okay, with a 20, you're looking at the screen... Uh, whatever wires or whatever would be used to power this are inside the wall, but based off of everything that you've seen in this tower, what Snowford said is correct. There doesn't seem to be any sort of power source or anything like that. So it's possible that if they saw something within the screen, either something just made this screen spontaneously turn on, but no one really saw that, or something magical might have happened. Okay, so I swim back over and I, I relay that and I go. If there's any power source in there, it is not uh, tech-related. The building Thanks. is haunted. I hate it. Can we go? Speaking of the building being haunted, we should go further down. Or Oh, uh, yeah. Forgot that part. Sure. sure. Can we just do a once-over in this room? Check if there's any... I know, like, again, going back to last week, we know that, we know that these rooms have been picked over for any actual useful things, but I just want to check around for... Uh, any of the symbols we might recognize, or if there's anything left around. Go ahead and make an investigation or a per- perception check for that. We have a few collectibles we want to get in the, uh, <laughs> the desolate tower. Maybe. Staying strictly on Hesk's shoulders, can I also make an investigation check? Sure. <laughs> awesome. I, I rolled a 17 with advantage, assuming someone would help. Me. Yeah, I, I would aid yeah. Snowford. Okay, looking around, you don't see anything that has either of the two symbols that you have seen before, either the Kraken or the Change Magic symbol. You don't see either of those. Um, In fact, you don't see much of anything in this room other than the screen and the tables itself and two other vents. So Barnabas has run out from the conference room. Yes. And they... And the conference room connects to the the shark room, the one with the giant grate and the big uh, vat that is sealed. Across from the vat is another doorway leading into another room. So Barnabas has run out of the conference room and just to another doorway to get away from whatever that was. Immediately looking into this room, the first thing that you sort of see here is that the western wall, the one that you're looking at, that's directly across from this door, is made entirely of glass. Uh, At one point, it 
was probably pretty clear, but it's now coated in that slimy green substance that you have seen all throughout this tower. So, so I, I run out. <laughs> oh my god! Oh jeez! Oh my god! Because <laughs> I, I see my reflection in the in the green mirror, and I freak out again. Uh, I go. I, I like catch my breath again. I look more into the room. What what else is in this? Sure. Uh, along the glass wall, you can see several large planter pots filled with soil and metal pipes hanging over them. Uh, there's also a couple of desks along the wall where the door is, if you're sort of poking your head in. There are two desks sitting along the eastern wall there. And along the northern wall, all the way at the far end of the room, uh, you can see a glass aquarium or terrarium. It's a little hard to tell because everything's underwater. Uh, there doesn't seem to be a threat in this room, right? Not at the moment, no. <laughs> Suspense. <laughs> I'm going to poke my head out again and, and yell out into the corridor. Um, there's, there's another room over here that looks interesting. One without a TV. My screen, whatever. I don't know what a TV is. Um, if everyone's leaving that room, yeah, I want to smash the screen. Well, I was gonna do the same thing. <laughs> oh, I definitely want to smash. The <laughs> I like screen. to imagine you two are just like slowly trailing off behind the other party members, and then you're just both standing there and look at each other. <laughs> we look at each other. We look at the screen, and we just go over and smash it together. Yeah, yeah, big. Just break it. We're not doing that. No. Punch it right into the screen. If I hear that, I want to lean my head in and go, could you, um, could you grab some wires for me? <laughs> well? Yeah, yeah, sure thing, buddy. What? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, how many do you need? <laughs> as, as many as you can grab, yeah. Wait, 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 what if there is, wait, what if it's inside the screen? I don't care. <laughs> I'm, so I'm oh smashing goodness. it. I don't care. Is this like breaking a mirror? Artemis smash. Well, now they're relocated. Artemis, you take your staff and you slam it against the screen, cracking it, and Hesk, you rip the whole thing off the wall to get at the wires within, <laughs> behind it. And the, the whole thing just kind of floats to the bottom. Inside, you can find a decent amount of wires, and following them along the wall, they kind of go both directions, off to the north and to the south. But you manage to just rip a few out pretty easily. Your strength is high enough that I'm not even going to have you roll for it. And then you, Leo, and Artemis make your way out of the room to meet up with the rest of the party, and the camera is just kind of looking at the broken screen. <laughs> flashes with a little bit of light before going. No! Oh, no! <laughs> I was going to say before that, I, I just in a moment with, with Hesk at least, like, yeah, no, I, I saw something. And I don't trust any of that. And I don't like any of that. Just kind of leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. I don't think Hesk says anything. It just sort of nods and we leave the room. But you all make your way over to this other room with the planters and the massive glass wall. Uh, there are the desks off to the eastern wall. There are the planter boxes on the western wall. And then there's that aquarium terrarium off to the north, as well as the glass wall itself. Artemis, can you mm -hmm. discern what, what they might have been growing in these pots? I can certainly try. I will roll f uh, nature? Yep. If you would like, I can I can aid you. I am proficient in nature as well. Please. So a total of 15. Okay. So looking at the planter boxes, you can see that they're all pretty much currently empty, except for a little bit of soil that's still at the bottom. The salt water has pretty much destroyed whatever was once growing here. However, with your nature check, you can kind of tell that whatever they were growing was possibly maybe something medicinal. You're not quite sure exactly what. Um, it seems that they were growing something for perhaps uh, healing purposes, hmm. although I'm not entirely sure or what they were growing. Would would the mirror be a possible clue? I'm I'm sorry, I'm not well versed in gardening or botany. Um, what? Well, actually, good question. Then does do would mirrors have an aid in gardening, or is that just does that seem more of like a aesthetic thing? <laughs> well, you go over to the the glass wall and you look at it. It's translucent glass. It's just coated in that slime that's all over everywhere. 
you can okay. go up to it so and scrape a little bit off. It's translucent. And there's also some on the outside, so you can't quite fully see through it at all. So it would have been like a greenhouse. Yeah. Is it just... So is that... That's the glass wall? Correct. Like on the outside, it's... Okay, okay. Oh, that's... It's not a uh, mirror. This is essentially to let light in to help the plants grow. It's like a greenhouse. Oh, have I been mishearing this whole time? <laughs> I said it was a glass so. wall that is covered in the green slime. Oh, that's my bad. And I have excra- explained that it is a greenhouse. <laughs> now we're all on the same page. <laughs> now it's still a greenhouse. <laughs> it's yeah. still. It's, it's even more green greenhouse. than it was before. Precisely. Uh, I'll check out the Terrar Aquarium. Okay. What up with that? Um, you go over to it, and inside this glass box, you can see a sandy floor with a treasure chest and a small castle with a sign reading Wiggleton hung above the entranceway. The top part of this terrarium aquarium is flung open at this point. And no sign of Wiggleton? There does not appear to be any sign of Wiggleton. I say a prayer to change. for Out of character, <laughs> octopus. Bets, take your bets here. The final boss is Wiggleton. <laughs> well, that would be very fitting if, if Wiggleton I escaped cannot and wait mutated. to fight Wiggleton. Yeah, that'd be oh, dope. No. Oh, no. We also, know, we also know how many years ago this Wiggleton escaped. Yeah, true. <laughs> Chekhov's, listen, Chekhov's uh, Terrar Aquarium. If there's an open Wiggleton in the first act, it has to be a giant monster in the third act. It's, it's I was going to yes. say, is now there... it's Snowfritz Wiggleton rather than Chekhov's gun. <laughs> is there, a, like, would would it be an investigation? I don't know, to kind of deduce what the animal was that lived in there? Yeah, from the environment that, that's in there? Yeah, like, yeah, that would be a nature check, I would think. Nature? Okay, cool. Then I will go over and try to figure out what... Arvoidus, could you be. come help think about this? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I swim over awkwardly. <laughs> I wish I had a pet. As I take out, take out my nature book, I go, well, actually... That is a 22... Okay, with a 22, initially you start thinking, okay, maybe this this is definitely something aquatic just based off of the decorations in here. Like, it's clearly like a sunken castle with a treasure chest. So you're thinking Cute. like it could be fish or something like that. But then seeing that the top of it has been opened, that gets you thinking that it's probably something a little bit more intelligent like an octopus. Octopus! See, now in character, I also deduce it's an octopus. I'm very excited. I'm excited for when one of us dies in the dungeon and then comes back as the octopus later. Yeah! Is there there anything in Hmm. the chest or the castle like a favorite toy, for example? Um, Opening up the chest and looking in the castle, you don't see any other toys now. Okay, okay. Um, see, now I'm trying to figure out what Artemis's opinion is on octopuses. Octopi? <laughs> Octopods. Octopeople. Octop- octopods. Cephalopods. Well, I guess you guys passed your knowledge in nature. I was going to say, would people know what an octopus is, you know? Like, for us, we know what an octopus is because we have lovely books and the internet. But would these fantasy people know what an octopus uh, is? Sky, my entire have they ever been fishing? books. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, think, I think book boys know the... I live on the coast. There you go. We just... High five our books together. <laughs> our point is, why would you hit me against that? Point is, what if we made our books kiss? Cut that, cut it, cut it. <laughs> cut it out. I'm oh, sorry, that, that's trademarked. <laughs> uh-huh. Um. Okay, so uh, Octopus Wiggleton. That's a fun name. Yeah, hey, what a fun name. I wonder what happened to the little guy. All right. Uh, can we press on? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just just a, a, another brief thing about the, the tank itself. It's probably about maybe a, like a five foot long by ten foot wide tank. So you get the sense that it was probably something smaller as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. But who knows how big it got out of captivity. Oh, yeah. Mm. Final boss. It's going to crack did anyone investigate the desks while we were in here? The other, the no, other desks not. were empty. I've just been busy so helping everybody. These would also be empty of anything interesting. Ah, uh, but that's how you miss out on collectibles. Oh, I mean, can can't hurt to look. Eleven investigation for our voice. I also got an eleven. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, Wiggleton hey, could have been twinsies. the thing that was moving around at that vent earlier. Oh, it could have. I hope not. Oh, I forgot about that. I think I repressed that actually more than forgot it. <laughs> <laughs> I have to remember these things because my character is afraid of everything. So everything has to be. <laughs> well, there's been vents. You got to calculate the danger risk on. Yeah. There's been vents running through all of the rooms. So I imagine Wiggleton is watching us even as we speak. <sighs> If they're Wiggleton. <gasps> oh, is that what's in the vents? Is it Wiggleton in the vents? Wiggy boy in the vents. So, Wiggy they in the vent. We don't actually know. Excuse me. I just I just hope we get the whole tower. Wiggleton's not there, and you guys just keep looking for him. Or them. Yeah. Throughout what, the rest of the campaign. What did the desks uh, have in them? I'm glad you asked. That's an 11. <laughs> and another 11. So, most of the paper in the desks have been dissolved by salt water, leaving nothing behind. However... There is a laminated sheet of paper on one of the desks that reads as follows. Step one, sanitize. Step two, open greenhouse shutters. Step three, check the mineral levels of the water. Step four, turn on watering system. Step five, capitalize. I (laughs) rhymed it with step two. Nope, step one. (laughs) Whatever step one was, sanitize. Sanitize. (laughs) So I point this out. Um... Well, I found instructions for the plants. How to take care of them. And I show everyone. That'll, I guess, be useful. Genius! Well, um, if you make a greenhouse in the future, that'll come in very handy. Aye. Well, I mean, if, if you gotta sanitize first, I'm guessing these plants were something kind of heavy-duty. Well, not heavy-duty, but delicate. Complicated. There we go. All right. To the east. Onwards. I feel good about this room. Let's go check the one across the way. Maybe we'll have more cool stuff. This is fun. So there are two different doors to the east. One is a little bit more north. One is a little bit more south. Which one? What I'm hearing is split the party. Yeah, split the party definitely. We do enough. Well, you got to get your hearing checked then, Chris. (laughs) Well, you're right. But I'll go. I'll go with the. I'll go down to the south one. Why not? Snowfred, Artemis, Hesk, and Leo are going into the northern room, and Barnabas and Arvoitus are going to the south. We will start with the northern room. What you see immediately is that the room has several tables and chair setups. Glassware can be seen on each one of the tables. Along the western wall is a large machine with a glass panel covering the side. Inside seems to be several colorful bags. Uh, And along the northern wall is a much larger table with even more glassware along it. So, a break room? It could be like a dining room, cafeteria. What is this building supposed to be? We give the room a once-over. Cool. Uh, Looking at the large machine on the western wall, you can see that there are several different colorful bags reading sour changelings, cheesy fireballs, magic milk balls, and, you guessed it, the potato piercers. (gasps) Potato piercer. I want a potato piercer. You did it. (laughs) Um, I insert some copper into the machine. All right, how much copper are you inserting? Uh, I'm going to put uh, 25 cents worth. That That's not how. It's <laughs> <laughs> not how the conversion works. It's 25 copper. Isn't it like two and a half uh, silver? 25 I put, copper. I put 25 I'll coppers put, in. Yeah, I'll put, I'll put uh, five coppers into this it. This is a lot for chips. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, isn't it like one copper is like one dollar or something like that? It depends like on, it. yeah, honestly, yeah. it's all over the place. So you put in five copper and you can select which which bag you would like. Oh, so it's powered well, potato, off. Potato piercer. Well, I'm one. saying he can select. Oh, okay. I'm not saying it'll work. Um, gotcha, gotcha. Head school looks back at at, uh, at Leo and is like, I don't know how I know this, but uh, should on I go three. with the potato piercers? What? Ah, you read my mind. I was going to say we say it on three, but you read my mind anyway. I didn't even have to say oh, it. Oh, we what can still you? do it. You still want to do it on three? Yeah, we can do it on three. Okay, then. Three, three. potato three. piercers. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, potato <laughs> piercers. All right. Wait, should we try it again? <laughs> Sure. No, okay. no, no. We should get right. the chips. You're right. Okay. I could just listen to this all day. The chemistry. Uh, I hit uh, F7 and go for the potato piercers. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> happens. Okay. I try E3. Nothing happens. It's definitely not powered on. Uh, okay, then. I, I shake it until it falls over <laughs> on me and I die. <laughs> oh, God, I'm dead now. <laughs> Make a strength check. 
Oh, no. Has, okay. Has, why don't right. you try and just break the glass? Because that would be illegal. Because <laughs> I make a strike check and shake the machine. <laughs> uh, 13. Because that would be illegal. He shook the machine violently. All right, roll, roll a d4 for me. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Okay. Four, baby. A four? A bag of potato piercers falls out. Yeah! Oh! Hess goes and leaves the dungeon. He gives the segway, whatever they're called, the bag of potato piercers. He's just like, I found technology. And he gives him the bag of potato chips. <laughs> here's, a, here's a fun fact of the day. More people die a year from falling vending machines than sharks. Yes, yes, I was going to say that. I mean, none of well, us died from the sharks. Though. But we were Dude, very close to that. So you're the the risk of dying from the falls and crushes Leo. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> Statistics, damn you. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but Hess, they were, they were looking for Pringles. Remember, they showed us a cylinder, not a bag. Shit, you're right. Does anybody else have spent bear change? <laughs> that was my last five copper. <laughs> <laughs> the machine ate your money. <laughs> what a ripoff! <laughs> can't even enjoy, you know, thousand-year-old um, chips over here. You know, I cast detect magic on the bag of potato chips. They do not seem magical. Okay, because I don't even have detect magic. So <laughs> that the notion stands. Wow. Got him. <laughs> I guess I'll make an investigation for any other little nooks and crannies in this room. Yeah, I, they said like I just wanted to give the room a once over. Yeah, sure. might as well. There's yeah. no harm, no foul. What it matters, I already rolled investigation preliminary. I got a 20. 19 oh. plus one. All right. Oh, okay. 17. So now I feel like a schmuck. All right. With a 20, uh, after grabbing your bag of potato piercers, you're looking around the rest of the room, and there seems to be um, a denser fluid in one of these cups that is on the large table to the north of the room. Oh, cool. Okay. I uh, go over and examine it, and I, I show it off to uh, Snowfred and Artemis and Leo. Um, Give it a little sniff test. Ew. You don't think you can sniff uh, it You smell nothing because you have a helmet on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, ew. That's gross. <laughs> what, what color does it appear to be? Uh, it seems to be like a very deep, dark red. Ooh, mm. even spookier. Uh, she steps back. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think it is? Sort of like slosh it a little bit. I mean, should we put it in a jar or something? I mean, it came up as a quest item, so I'll probably just put it in my inventory. <laughs> what if it like eats the inventory? I don't know. It's kind of spooky. <laughs> It'll probably be used to solve a puzzle later. What kind of check might it be to uh, identify the substance? Yeah. Uh, it could be a nature check. You could roll arcana if you think it's magic. You could roll just investigation. I got a nat 20. On one. Okay, so on nature. On nature? Yeah. I was just to... So with a natural 20, you th- you know, you just know that this is definitely some kind of blood that has just coalesced inside this, this cup. That's blood. Yummy. That's just... Yeah, ew. That's blood. That is... Oh, that's, cool. That's red yeah. blood. That's gross. And she steps... She takes another step back. It would, seems odd that it would still be here after all this time. And in a cup. Yeah. And in a cup. I see why they had them sanitizing in the other room if they're just leaving cups of blood around here. Oh, my God. Let's <laughs> go uh, take it with him. He'll, he'll put it in his inventory. Um, that's weird. Okay. <laughs> so you're just going to hold the cup because it's just a dense liquid. So if you put it in a bag, it's probably not I put it in a, I have a, I have a gyroscopic sphere within my bag. I no. I just, I put it in that. <laughs> that's his trinket. I have the bag chair. I give it to Snowfred. You have gyroscopes, don't you? I don't want this. <laughs> All right, we leave That's the blood. blood. I want to leave. bring the blood with you. All right, we'll cut over to the book boys down in the south. At this the book, book boys! boys. <laughs> book boys! All right. They cut right. to them having a tea party with their books. <laughs> <laughs> so, this room contains some knocked over lockers and crates, all of which seem to be empty at first glance. Uh, there doesn't seem to be much else within this room. It looks like it could probably have been scrapped fully, but you could check a little bit more thoroughly and see what you can find. Yeah, I think we'll both just roll investigation. Go for it. Yeah, I got a 15. I got a 25. Ooh. 
Okay. So. Mm. With I don't a, like how there's an okay. <laughs> with a 15, Barnabas, you find that someone who had scrapped here before had missed a spool of metal cable that's about 25 feet long, wrapped up. <gasps> Whoa. Wire. Yay. Oh, you just said you wanted this. What you find with a 25, our voices, mm-hmm. is underneath these crates. It's a little hard to tell at first, but you can tell that there is a stone that is definitely a secret door leading down. You can also tell that it is definitely locked at the moment. I call over Barnabas. I go, it's very nice string you have. Um, oh, sorry, wire. Uh, there's a secret door here. You like it? I do, I, I do. I think it's great. Uh, wait, secret door? Secret door, yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, we should probably get the other people. Perhaps they found something interesting, too. Okay, let's go see what they found. Great, let's do that. Hey, hey, guys. Clop, 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 clop. Hey, guys. <laughs> what did you guys find? Potato pieces. Oh, that's great. I've had some blood. Snacks and disappointment. And blood, oh, yeah, blood, too. Snacks and disappointment. That's great. We found <laughs> some fun wire. And, and uh, a secret, secret door. passageway. Yes, a secret. Yes, yeah, secret door. Oh, we should have gone south. Oh. That's way better. Um. Okay. That sounds a lot more interesting than the blood. Uh, the blood actually sounds very interesting. I would. No. Now you want to see it? Yeah. It's kind of yeah, gross. The blood. Uh, uh, Hess holds up the thing of blood again. Uh, Casey, can you just give me a yes or no? I got a uh, twenty-one in knowledge of religion. Would that help me with this blood? Uh, it's it's blood. This is blood. Ah, uh, yes. This is the blood of a holy man. It's He's not holy oh, blood, God. I know that. I'll just pour some into a flask and just... Why do, mm. why do you, what are you mm. doing there? I don't know. Could be useful He's later. He's a vampire. <laughs> I think you need this, don't you? I don't. Up. I don't need to eat or drink. It's a little disturbing that Wait, you what? want to keep that. Oh, yeah, I think I knew that. Um, okay, let's Either go way, this. secret door. Yeah, secret door. Let's just gloss over that. That's weird. It's <laughs> <laughs> learning. Yeah, let's go. Yes, you head over to the secret door. It is underneath one of these crates in the northeastern corner of the room. It is very hard to spot, even with Arvoidus pointing it out. However, looking at it, it definitely seems sealed with some sort of magic and is definitely locked. Mm. Oh, only a knock. I believe you can dispel arcane lock with a knock spell. Can I? I don't know. Do I have dispel magic? Nope. I know because it's a third level spell. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, <laughs> oh, you'll, get no it, you'll get it next level if you want it. <laughs> I probably will pick it up because I like to be utilitarian. All right. Well, here's the thing. We could either try to brute force it. Someone more dexterous than I could try to pick the lock. That's about our only options, because arcana-wise, we are kind of limited. We could pick an arcane lock? You also have five other floors up to explore. We also do have five floors. Yeah, I think the game progression wants us to go up the five floors. That way we're a high enough level to get to the basement. Wiggleton. Ooh. Nothing happens. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) What's that, Snowfit, buddy? I thought maybe it had the password, and the password was Wiggleton. It wasn't. Uh, oh, good, good guess. That's a good idea. Almost clever. All right, let's go up to the next floor. Yeah, let's go up. All right, are you taking the stairs up or are you just swimming up through? I'm just going to swim up. Swimming. What are stairs? What, we, we're underwater, baby. <laughs> Fair enough. So you swim on up to the next floor and going around the entirety of the walls of this area is... Uh, a metal grated floor, almost like a catwalk that sort of goes around the entirety of the crane room that you are currently in to swim up through. Uh, there are two doors. There is one on the western side of the room and one on the eastern side of the room. They're door openings, not doors fully, but... Uh, I say that we go to that big old eastern door side. Oh, oh why not? Yep. Okay. You make your way to the eastern side of the room... And what you see is a massive conveyor belt. It's the whole floor here seems to be one giant room that goes all the way around this opening that leads down into the crane room. Whoa. You can see the large conveyor belt, which is currently stagnant, and it works its way all the way down this corridor of room. Alongside the belt is a set of rails 
reminiscent to what Snowford has seen in Spear with their train system, except on a smaller scale. There are also several cranes alongside the conveyor belt, much smaller than the one down Whoa. below. And one relatively larger one you can see here is currently sitting on the rails. I mean, this is a weird building. On top of the conveyor belt, you can see several hunks of metal. You are at what seems to be at the end of the conveyor belt, where whatever is being built is mostly put together at this point. It seems to be some sort of vehicle, but you can see that there are a lot of parts missing. Possibly scrappers have taken it, or possibly it was just never finished. Heska heads over to this uh, weird, uh, this weird carriage. Sure. He doesn't understand it. Okay. Car mimic. Um, with Leo having experience with sand speeders and stuff over in, uh, like the Murrow Desert in that area. Excuse me? Does any of this kind of ring familiar to him, or? It doesn't seem like sand speeders. They definitely have wheels. They're not air propelled like the, the sand speeders usually are. You can definitely make a tech check on the vehicle itself, if you would like. God. Would Artemis have similar experience, or do sand speeders not make it out that far to the... They make it all the way out, uh, because they're usually used for scrappers to go from, like, the main hubs of Ederland all the way to the fetid wastes. Gotcha. But Casey... Leo can shoot womp rats from his T-16 back home. <laughs> Why can't he know what the vehicle is? Uh, it's not much bigger than that. station for some power converters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was a 22 on my tech check. 22. Okay. So the vehicle itself is definitely missing a lot of key components in order to make it run. However, there's still a decent salvage here in general. You know with a 15, or what did you roll? Uh, 22. 22. You definitely know with a 22 tech check mm -hmm. that the most important piece of tech here is the console. What is used to control and operate this piece of machinery. You also know that it's going to be very delicate. So in order to take it out without breaking it is going to require a relatively difficult tech roll. It's going to take oh, a very so steady I can help with that. Yeah, I'm going to need a little, uh, little DLC over here. I I wouldn't count on it. And I, I, <laughs> I, I <laughs> take out my Tinker's tools. <laughs> I'm super excited. I would like to aid Snowford by doing that thing like where mechanics like look over each other's shoulder and go, no, no, over there. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, just, that's just I'm I'm in the shop right now, just like a mechanic. <laughs> no, right there, smell no, oil and cigarettes. Oh, classic. Hold the flashlight for me, son. <laughs> you got it. Do we have Do we have any uh, any guidance? Any bless? We can't do bless. Any um, anything we I can have, throw on this? Because I'm gonna fail. I have. I believe I have an inspiration I can give you. Jonas has an inspiration, too, I believe. Well, would you like to roll separately or together, Jonas? I, I think I have the highest bonus, but I already have advantage for someone helping me. That's true. Um, That's true. I mean, it's up to you. Enhance ability is double advantage. I have a plus six, <laughs> so... Oh, I have a plus seven. All right, you do it. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay we're just going to reverse roll quickly. <laughs> now you hold the flashlight. <laughs> 24 Okay. for our Vortis. And I hit 20? the 19 on my end, so. Oh, very good. I only have a plus three, unfortunately, but. <laughs> the car starts. So. We're <laughs> <laughs> going, baby. <laughs> so, Arvoidas, Snowfred, and Leo are all kind of looking over this console, trying to figure out the best way to take it out. Arvoidas, you're going to make a move at a certain point, and Snowfred just reaches out a hand and stops you, preventing you from completely demolishing it. Like, she noticed something that you didn't. There's only one bolt there. It'll knock the whole thing out of alignment. Oh, yes, you're right. You're right. And working together, the three of you managed to take out this console without damaging it. Nice. There we go. Hey. Dope. Did you just steal that car's radio? To be fair, it's not stealing. No one needs it. <laughs> just rip the tape deck out of that car. <laughs> think about it. Depends on how old the car is. Hey, has comparing a lot of talking and not a lot of removing of hubcaps. <laughs> oh my god. Hey, this yeah, baby's has, got has an already has the car up on blocks and is removing the tires. <laughs> so where you all are currently standing, you're all are floating, depending is around this vehicle, which is right next to the largest crane in the area. 
There's also two smaller ones, one at the far north end of the room that has a little bit of scrap next to it and might be putting on finishing touches at the end of the conveyor belt here. And then there's another one further to the south on the uh, eastern side of the conveyor belt that also has another smaller piece of this vehicle on the conveyor belt next to it. Hesk would like to just swim to the corner of the room. Oh, I was just going to poke my head around the corner and make sure that there wasn't any more, like, sharks or anything like that. Whoa. Maybe Hesk will, like, see you moving forward and just, like, hold up a hand real fast, sw- using his swim speed and good dexterity, like, pokes his head around the wall there. All right, so making your way down towards the south of this room, getting towards the bend that goes outward toward the west, you see the rest of the room. More of the room, I should say. What you see here is the conveyor belt continues onward all the way down to the far end of the room. And I should mention, this is relatively large. The conveyor belt itself is about maybe 10 feet wide, and the room itself is well over 200 feet long all the way across. Probably uh, about 300 feet long going north to south. So this place is huge, and you see several other cranes with other bits of scrap and tech next to them that they are possibly going to be putting on as whatever is being built makes its way down the conveyor belt. You also see two desks sitting on the southern end of the room towards the east where you guys are coming from, and next to that is another one of these massive tanks that would hold a power source in it. Okay. Hmm. The rails that that large crane is on also continue going west from here, like it can make its way all the way around the conveyor belt. And then at the far end of the room, the far western part of the room, it continues back north, making a full U-shape. Okay. So can we just continue into... I I mean... Uh, Can we investigate the the desks at the end and the the tank as well? Sure. Yeah, definitely. Right. Yeah, I'd definitely like to look at those desks. It's a good idea. Uh, I'll take a look at the tank. Is that investigation or tech for the tank? Uh, you could roll either. All right. Same same roll for me. I don't know why I asked. Hesk is already swimming to the next corner to poke around, but I think in that meantime, people can investigate, do other things. Yeah, yeah I'm going to be following Hesk. And I only got a four for the desks. All right. We'll do our voidus first. Uh, I got a 25 uh, investigation for the tank. So this tank is nearly identical to the one down below on the first floor that was powering the crane. Although the inside, it looks like whatever, it it still has the same thing for the power source to sit in Mm -hmm. with that little cup. The only difference is that this tank might be a little bit larger in general. It might require more power to run this entire system than just the crane downstairs. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Artemis, what you notice at the desks is... So the desks also just have blank monitors on them currently. Oh, God. There aren't really any drawers or anything like that, but you're looking to see if you can find anything of note, maybe. And then you hear a voice in your head, Artemis. Oh. Okay. And it says, Do not trust... Those who you have not known for very long. They know this place. They lie to you. Okay. And I just swim out of the tank and go, hey, Artemis. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, She looks at uh, Arvoidus and just like deadpan, eyes wide, mouth hanging open. You can notice it or not. She just kind of looks at you for a second and then just kind of looks back to the desk and, like, continues to, like, search, quote unquote. (laughs) (laughs) Papers, papers, very important. Yeah, this over here, yeah. I'm socially inept, so I'll keep swimming past. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Too real, too real. We'll go ahead and cut to the four of you who swam all the way to the other end of the room uh, to check around that last bend there. What you see is the continuation of the conveyor belt and the end of it as well, as well as the end of these rails that have been going alongside it the entire time. And not much else. The only thing of note is that the crane here is probably one of the smaller ones you've seen. Overall, you saw the one large crane that is attached to the, the rails 
And then you've seen probably about four of these small cranes and maybe about two medium-sized ones. And they all seem to be probably powered by that one tank that would hold the power source. Okay. To the third floor! Oh, that's just it? Well, 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 there's nothing left on the to look at, right? I mean, we could just look through this room more, like actually go on the belt and see if there's. Yeah, anything I was else curious what these like little. I mean, yeah, we could we could just move on. I was curious about what these little scraps were. As you're looking at the conveyor belt and the scraps that are on everything, something weird happens. Uh oh. And Snowfred, you at first just get a strange mm. feeling, just on the hairs raising on the back of your neck. As the conveyor belt starts moving. What? And the cranes perk up and start moving. They all sort of turn towards you all. Uh. And you can hear off in the distance where you entered and probably can feel a little bit too along the rails that large crane coming down the rails. No. <coughs> Crane flight? What? And that's where we're going to end the session. Whoa! No! What? What? No! <laughs> you always pick the worst what? times, man. What? Oh, that's come on. That's crazy. I mean, right now it's good because we're probably going to be murdered by, like, assembly bots. But still. That's come up with that? Oh, my God. Terrifying. <laughs> But also uh, kind of cute. <laughs> kind of cute. Yeah, you they don't know. They might be friendly. We don't know yet. They You're could right. just be like, what are you the doing? Maybe it's on rails. rails. Surely we can just swim away. We can just get off the rails. <laughs> no, fine. It's snow for Look, we're used to jumping off the rails, so I don't <laughs> there think there's going to be anything complicated for us. <laughs> Next episode is titled Off the Rails. We don't hey. know it's a bad time. People oh, are yeah. misled because they're like, oh, God. <laughs> All right. Uh, Does anyone have anything they would like to plug? Um. Uh, yeah. Well, no. It's guest first. Oh, guest first. All guest right, first. I always, I always, yeah. So Jonas, go ahead. Jonas. Oh, Jonas. Yeah. Uh, so you can check me out on YouTube, Dane Studios. Check out some radio dramas there, uh, or on TikTok and Instagram at Super Chris Kent. Uh, you can check out voice acting stuff and drawing stuff, etc., etc., etc. Rachel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Someone needed a prompt, I guess. You do roll call this week. I love it. I, I, that's I'm cool with that. Yeah, you know, you know where to find me. Twitch.tv forward slash Majora's Rose, and all social media usually has Majora's Rose in it. So just go go find me and follow me and come hang out with me, and we'll have a good time. We. <laughs> we. Um I'm T I N T E N S E H E R. Uh, on YouTube, on Twitch, on itch.io, where I publish short RPGs and things. You might even hear the correct pronunciation of my name if you look at some of my videos. And, uh, yeah, thanks. <laughs> Come check me out. I uh, post uh, some stuff sometimes. Well, now all the videos are unlisted because Casey can't watch them, so. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, I, I, just, I, I just won't. It's fine. You'll have to you use a VPN. Yeah, that's the, la- the last time. Because they're blocked in the United they're States. They're on video. The last time I said something like that, Casey was like, I watched that video and you didn't say your name in it. And I was like, no, I definitely did. And Casey was like, you're right. I didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I skipped I was looking for it. <laughs> I do remember this. <laughs> It's it's still funny. It's still funny. <laughs> I got me. Andrew, what about you? Anything to plug? Uh, a shout out to our girl Jasmine. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Who? Because yeah. I do the shout outs. That's my job. That's your job? Okay. Yeah. We I'm took fine my with thunder. that. Just be here. Well, we got do another review, Scott, take. if you want to shout out that one. Don't make this about you. This is about Jasmine. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Jasmine. Hey, don't you bring your petty drama into your shout out. <laughs> uh, shout out on uh, Amazon reviews uh, to TG Mug. You know who you are. The Apple. It's Apple Music. Whatever. It's, isn't it? It's not this guy. It's Jake. All right. I fucked it up. Okay. It's, it's, it's Jake. <laughs> Are we already shout out, Jake? But he got a review, so we got to shout out the review. We shout out reviews here. We shout out reviews, and we don't have to say Jake again. We can just say TG Mug. No, no, no. We'll say Jake. No, it's fair. It's it's should use his username. 
Should I just do that we again? Don't need to, we don't yeah, need to box them. Okay, I'm going to just do that again there. Uh, yeah, shout out on uh, Apple Reviews. Uh, for people who don't know, if you leave us a five-star review anywhere, we try and track all the places that you can leave a review, but primarily on uh, Apple Podcasts. If you leave a five-star review, we'll give you a shout out. And this week, uh, TG Mug. What, what? Ooh. We have no idea yeah. who they are. Left a delightful and wonderful review to us. It what all warmed our hearts. Thank you I so wept. Much. Thoroughly. To be clear, this is not a. <laughs> we're not telling you to give us a review, and, and by uh, our payment will be we shout you out. No, just, this is a. We quid like pro to, pro might. Right, it's you, possible. No, it's no quid pro quo. We're just we're just saying, hey, this is a really nice thing you took the time to write, and we appreciate you. And if you are listening and you would like to leave us a review, please do that. Uh, you know, we would hope that it's positive, but we need feedback uh, because yep. we're we're a baby podcast. And uh, I would love to I need hear the what affirmation. Have to say. I need affirmation. <laughs> um, validation. I need validation. <laughs> Tell us your favorite character and why it's Atrix. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> First because person to send me a two page double spaced essay about Atrix, <laughs> I will give $10. Uh, Don't, no, you, you won't do nope. that. You First person, I will Facebook announce the winner on the Facebook page. And Twitter at RPGesters and Instagram at RPGesters. You can also email at us at rpgesters at gmail.com. Send us your Atrix fanfic. Please. <laughs> I would <laughs> love to read <laughs> Atrix fanfic. <laughs> oh Wait, is that, is that fanfic inside of Atrix? Oh, or a, like fanfic about Atrix? It could be inside yes. of Atrix uh, if it's that good. I mean, I... <laughs> is that the title of it? Inside will, of Atrix? Um, oh it's a memoir. God. Depends if on the fanfic. If Atrix fanfic is good enough, we'll you... read it at the beginning of next week's episode. <laughs> That's uh, not true, because... We we have no way of knowing when we're gonna get <laughs> no, it. No, Casey, we record <laughs> these episodes live and publish them as soon as they're done. We're we speaking have, right now. This is happening <laughs> as we speak. We, we are trapped this. in your phone and or computer. Please <laughs> call, get us out. Call eight hundred eight two five five four two five five. We're listening in RP gestures. Remember, remember questions. Remember when Artemis and uh, Hesk saw that spooky ghost in the machine? Probably What's that about? about? We're the ghost in the machine. Whoa, We're the whoa, Deus Ex Machina. Whoa. That's us. That was very mad. Please get us out. Ghost in the machine, Please. the Deus Ex Machina? Yeah, Deus Ex Machina. Doesn't that literally mean ghost in the machine? God from the machine. God yeah. from the machine. And it was called that. This, I mean, this isn't relevant to the episode. It's just a fun fact. It was called that because this should be left in ancient it. Greek plays... Um, they would often end with a random god showing up to judge everyone, kill people, or just end the play. And they would do that by literally having a crane, and they would have them on like a hoist and just drop the actor playing the god in. And they would go, Haha, I'm Dionysus. Wasn't that fucked up? Let's get drunk. See, you say that's own... not relevant, Jonas, but there are a bunch of cranes here. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Uh, the ghost ghost of the Machine is Rene Descartes. Never mind. All right. Interesting plugs. We'll see you guys next week. Goodbye. Bye. Everybody. Bye.